This is the Player One podcast with Josh and Sam, where life is one big game and we are Player One. What do we mean by that? We mean that if you treated life as if it was a simulated game and that you're an active Player One inside of it, how you win is simple, reach your full potential. So, are you ready to level up? The reason why we wanted you on outside of being like good mates is like with the whole player one thing, we love looking at people that have done, have done something for themselves, created something for themselves. Like, because outside of that, you'll be going in whatever direction, but then really deciding, you know what, this is the direction I'm going to head in and then putting in the work to get there. So yeah, let's, let's kick it off from the beginning. Like how did you guys first form in power? Paulie lead away. Oh, I'll go. Um, Paulie was working at Ascot Vale Leisure Centre for what, a good part of 13 years, 14 years. And I come along at the end of his stint there and, um, yeah, we'll just work alongside each other for probably 12 months. And then we'll just like, what are we doing here? Let's get out. Why aren't we doing our own thing? Um, and then, yeah, we, I guess there's a lot of bullshit in the industry um and we sort of both had the exact same way of training people and beliefs in everything and thought why don't we try and create a space for people um that they can go to outside of this sort of commercial environment um because yeah we found there was a big sort of opening in the market for it so yeah we got together started working on it and then yeah after 18 months two two years later we'll inside eventually mm. and yeah like can you talk a little bit about the actual what the facility you have and what you've got set up there Fully. um i think uh, just to touch on what jackson just said then i think from my perspective it was something that i've always envisioned in doing is opening up uh, my own facility um i had different people come and go as you can imagine in the industry, I think the the turnaround for someone to have a career over a year is something like five percent. So for anybody that completes their certificates in the uh, in the fitness industry, so there was a lot of turnaround of people. So when when uh, I lost a, a business partner who ended up having a family and went into the construction industry, so that was a a, a bit of a debacle. But um, yeah, then from there, it was just like not really connecting with somebody to have that same visions with. So um, I think Jackson straight away was just, we just hit it off right from the get-go. I still remember we sat down at Patino's restaurant. We discussed about like what the what the industry is about and what it is and how you can make a, a great living out of it. And it's um, sometimes it's a you, you kind of have to pinch yourself because you're doing a job that it's, it's actually a pleasure. So it's to be given the opportunity to be in charge of somebody's health as such and have that trust with somebody and they're physically going to pay you out of their own hard earned is, is a privilege. So a lot of people don't see it that way. So when you kind of adapt that mindset that everybody that is actually trusting you to be in charge of their health somewhat that's a that's a privilege to be in so you you form you form the basis of of 
your business as such based around those principles, you know? So if you don't have the integrity in what you're doing, then mate, you, you're never going to make it no matter what it is. So um, that, yeah, that was just a little touch base before that, but we always had our vision based on what we want, wanted empowered to be just simply based around trial and error, I guess, and seeing what has come and gone over the course of over a decade, you know? So what we what we've done has been around forever and it will probably be around forever again so it's not reinventing the wheel just putting things in practice properly so without all the whiz bang that you might see on social media these days with uh within the fitness industry so um yeah it's a it's a a lot yeah. to it that's that's good i like that i like that you have that that overarching sort of mindset going into this. And obviously you're going to create something that's much more than just a gym. And obviously you've yeah. got a plan for long term. Looking to change the industry, which is what I'm really interested about is because uh, I had a chat with, with Jacko a bit earlier when he was doing my programs. And he was saying that obviously his goals are a little bit more fitness space at the moment, but if it wasn't, and when it does come time to, to nail down the business and he was talking about the way he wants to scale it. I'm like, this guy's user onto something. It's not just a, a one-off sort of gym to make a bit of coin. It's, it's much more than that. And that's, I like that whole industry shaking sort of mentality that you have. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't say changing the industry. I'd say there's probably too much shit out there that is trying to change it. What we're trying to do is implement simple, basic strength and conditioning, um, protocols for training for people which is sustainable and it's always going to be around forever um, and the way that we sort of try and implement that is creating basically a space and a home for people where they can escape reality not have to worry about what's going to happen like you know how am I going to feel we're not we're not doing scans we're not doing weighings like we don't give a shit about that stuff like we want to create a place for people to feel like it's a second home and somewhere they've really got a place of belonging rather than just, you know, oh, so we don't want them to think, oh, this is just a strength and conditioning performance based gym. I mean, yeah, if people want athletic performance, we've got strength conditioning head coaches that can take you for personal stuff for that. But the reality is like get stronger, get fitter, feel better, be happier, be around good people. And it all sort of falls into place. So that's kind of where we sort of push is, you know, we're not doing fads. We're not doing... Um, you know, all these different um, challenges, et cetera, because, you know, health and fitness is something that's got to be forever. You know what I mean? You're not doing it for 10 weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks. Like it's about creating a lifestyle for people and a place where people actually really want to go and feel like that's how it's going to be every time. You know what I mean? And a, a good thing is, and it's really obvious, anyone that walks into a power can tell straight away, the community is a big thing. And the vibe that you've set up there is... It's everything. Like, well, I've been, well, that's what I was going to touch that on. That's what I was going to touch on, Sam, is that probably no greater time than right now is that unspoken of in a business that uh, isn't based... At, yeah, we can offer out incredible things and have a exceptional program have an exceptional facility but it's the what you create that is unseen that create that makes a business so yeah, that's so. All, all the things that you put in for people especially us because we're a people-based industry if you don't put that 
uh, that work in for people, then it doesn't matter. You can have the, you can have the best facility in the world, but uh, to put it frankly, if you if your intentions are off, uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna do too well for yourself. That's mm. for sure. So that's there's a lot of unspoken of empower that doesn't get seen, that only gets felt. So hundred yeah, percent. And anyone I've brought in there has said it. Even um, friends of mine that have been there have said you can tell. Even for the the, the empowering women uh, self defense classes that we're running, and people yeah. that have never never even been to Empower before, haven't even engaged in a class, even just going through a program run by Empower, they said, you can really tell that there's a, like a, a sense of community in there. Um, Absolutely. Massive. It speaks to you boys. Anyone that's been in there will be able to see it. It's just always, always fun, always good vibes in there, always someone cracking a joke. But at yeah. the same time, the, the, the level of training is 100% legitimate. Definitely. So, it's very, yeah, it's very hard right now where you see where you've got where we essentially have 200 to 250 people that have that taken away from them right now that's a very volatile time so it's not it's not by coincidence that a lot of these people have come back to us and and reaching out to us saying how much that space is to them so um that is that is it right there in essence of how much it is bigger than just the training facility. So it's uh, it's a very big part of people's fabric. So, and that, that's something we're super proud of, but we, you know, and the double edge sort of that we've put a lot of work into that too, based around, you know, that authenticity and that unspoken that uh, I was talking about just then. Yes. So, so with that, with the whole building the community, I know that you guys are on um, the funny business podcast. Um, and you were talking a similar sort of thing, how to build that community. Just to touch on, I don't want you to rehash an uh, entire podcast episode, but what do you think are those key differences that really set up your part with our community? People. People. People, as in good people. Um, you get out, what you put out is what you get back. And I think, you know, we've got incredible staff, like, you know, Sam, you've worked with us since day one. Um, We've got our trainers are incredible. Um, everyone who works there, you know, is great down to earth people and the energy that you put out is the energy that you get back. And we're like we touched on the other podcast as well is that, you know, they say you can't pick and choose your members, but I can definitely say that I kind of feel like you can because for some reason we've just wanted good people and we've been so fortunate to have such an incredible community. Like, yeah, that, that the support that we get, like we can never even explain how lucky we are to have these great people around us. But I guess, you know, luck comes off, like I said, the energy you put out. So I guess we, maybe we do deserve it. Um, Cause yeah, we put a lot of work into trying to help all these incredible people. And, you know, to see it always come back to us is something that we're well, very grateful comes for. Around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think, I think, yeah, energy and people is sort of what's going to attract your crowd. So I think, yeah, we're very lucky to have such good people around us. Now, what's something you wish you had known uh, when you started out or something that if you had run into yourself when you had first started out on, on building what you built at the moment that, that, you, that you'd tell yourself? How to find uh, a skilled labourer in jackhammering concrete. <laughs> <laughs> I know, 
How did you wait? First of all, how did you even like you knew that? Did you know from the start that Sam had no clue what he was doing? No, no, I'm talking about Sam was saying as a whole, the whole build of that place. Like, we, yeah, yeah, no, no, I know that opening a gym, not anticipating being on a jackhammer for a week and a half straight, (laughs) and that would have been nice to handball that off to somebody else. (laughs) Um, Fair enough. Nah, Sam was incredible. Yeah. Sam, Sam, was, Sam was the best. I remember him and Liam. A, a funny story. I'm not sure you heard Josh, but uh, obviously our, the, the build on that place was great. That's what I reckon was a big fabric of the soul of Empower because it literally was built from by hand right yeah. from the bare bones of the place. So Sam and Liam walked in and they were sanding the female toilet (laughs) (laughs) probably like two and a half months in and these two young guys we've never really met just would always rock up on time which isn't isn't the case anymore Sam but anyway um, (laughs) just really chomping at the bit to oh what are we going to do today and we allocate them work to do and they were sanding the, the female toilets but Usually you have like the mask and goggles, right? And I went upstairs. I come downstairs and I see these two fucking guys <laughs> that are covered in dust from head to toe. And I've got no, no goggles or mask on. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, don't worry about it. We don't need it. Like, fuck <laughs> Honestly, like uh, one thing I'll say, um, that situation itself, how we, how I even came to work at Empower itself was, was one of those situations you look back on full circle, or Josh yeah. and I like to call. So yeah, I could tell instantly from working for you guys there, uh, without knowing even what the place was that was being built, that you guys were great guys. And then as soon as I found out what it was, um, yeah, it, it was awesome. It was good. It was, it was only good times, and that's a big thing. Like working there, both of you. And other people that I didn't know at the time were members or clients of yours would come in and help out and build this place. It just adds to that whole vibe about it. Like, it's really, really solid. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, sure. Now, Special into the whole player one kind of mindset. So, if you were to look at yourself as a, as a character in a game, you know, and you were holding the controller, you were player one, and you had to... Boy, this some, is you. Some, some characteristics about yep. yourself as a character that have helped you to come this far, not just in terms of building in power, but just through life. Because one thing that we know for sure, no one at all escapes any sort of hardship or turmoil, no matter who or what that, um, that person is. So what things have helped you come through all of that as a, as a, as a game character? What qualities, if you were to analyze yourself, would you really point out to both of you? Well, first... Firstly, I've got no idea of any game characters, but I just touched on some <laughs> qualities because I haven't picked up a PlayStation controller since I was five years old. But I reckon resilience. Um, I think opening a business is something that most people are always like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, going to do that, going to do this, going to do that. Um, I think that's the one quality that really we had to have and we did have and we still have is resilience to just keep going, keep that going. Like 
There's days where I thought well, this gym was never going to get built. Like, we we're never going to get a warehouse. We couldn't find a lease. Like, there's just so many setbacks, just one after the other. Um, and I think resilience is probably the one quality that we've definitely both had and needed to have throughout all this. Resilience, yeah. Absolutely. What about yourself, uh, um, Yeah, I don't know about a character specifically. I don't think if there's any um, collaborating European playing characters are out there. <laughs> what about Liam? <laughs> what about Liam? <laughs> yeah, Liam, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, that's a good question. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know. I just keep going touching back on that unspoken and unseen, you know, and, and as like you've seen too, Sam, what are you now like coming, you're coming towards your second year in working in the industry. It's, um, it, it, it's up to the individual. If you've got an ability to assess things in your surroundings, in your environment and adapt to that and evolve and be better, then you'll be successful in it no matter what it is. So um, I think that's a that's a skill set that Jackson and I have adapted and evolved over time. So um, you know, it, whether it be fighting or in business, like more experience, usually uh, the the ripple effect on that is improvement. So um, that's that's been a, a big part of what we've done. Yeah, it's new and within the business that we've opened, we just adapt and evolve every day with it so um i don't know yeah. what kind of character that is but <laughs> um <laughs> so, like the whole point of that is, of that exercise is more just a way to to view yourself from the outside in you know because sometimes it's yeah. it, it's not something that we really think about or even um sit down and think about what things yeah. do i have internally that have helped me come this far in life and what things maybe have held me back so with with the player one mentality and the way that I describe it to a lot of guests and a lot of friends is just analyzing yourself and, and taking a step back and saying, all right, if I was a character, so for example, how I would translate what I've heard you just say would be, for example, the, the character of Paul would be, if, before entering the game, would have selected, all right, really good at building community and building genuine relationships, you know, and, and giving value in that way, because why that will have an effect on networking it'll help to to build a, a solid community that will help in, in many other areas um and then for jackson the same exact thing and then like what he mentioned about having resilience you can also say look if if i was to step back and say look this character is entering this game what things are going to help him go as far as he can to 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 reach the the goal of the game which is to reach your full potential one of those things definitely definitely resilience and I, I always, I love to, even, even though we have a lot of banter, I love always looking around at uh, friends, people that I've come across, in particular, older people. Josh and I will talk about respecting your elders. <laughs> but with you two in particular, I, I always look and I see and I pick what, what I like. And I have learned a lot, um, especially in this whole, in this year that's just passed, or that, that we're currently going through. But you two, definitely, I've picked things and I can see why you've gotten to where you've got to. And some of those things are things you just mentioned then. That's good. So yeah. props, to you, props to both of you. Yeah. Thank it's you, basically, mate. It's basically yeah, just like a marker. 
you know, like a framework of thinking. It's just an objective self-analysis to write you down on paper, like who you are. And I think that the more you can do it and this sort of framework, it works for us. Maybe other people have their own terminology for it, but it's just, just to really step back, look at yourself on paper and not lie to yourself. Like, this is really who I am. Do I like it or do I not? And if you don't, then there's some changes that need to happen. And obviously you guys are pretty, pretty well set on like what strengths you have and what strengths have come into a power in power and they've played out really well. Do you think that there are any weaknesses that you haven't sort of picked up on yet? There's, there's always weaknesses. Um, you know, if you can, you can sit there. If anyone thinks they don't have weaknesses, they're really kidding themselves. Um, you know, for me, sometimes my weaknesses can be patience. Um, you know, like sometimes it can be very impatient. Um, you know, yeah, I think there's, there's always going to be, if we sat here and thought deep into it, you can always sort of pick out little things, you know what I mean? Um, but if, if, any, if there's ever a time to try and work on your weaknesses, it's probably now. Um, everyone's got a lot of time to sit around and have plenty of self-reflection. Um, I mean, even for me, I know for one, I'm probably feeling as good as I've ever felt. And I think that's purely because I've found that one of my weaknesses was putting time into sleeping. And now I'm doing a lot more sleeping, you know, everything's, everything else is, I'm a, I'm a lot more patient. I'm feeling a lot happier every single day. And, you know, it's at a time where I probably should be more stressed than ever before. Um, but, you know, it's not about the money. Obviously that's probably the only thing, you know, the thing that gets me down at the moment is not being able to help all of our friends. That's the only thing that's concerning me is seeing all my friends not have access to training and not being able to help them. That's the only thing that's getting me down at the moment. Um, but, you know, work on those weaknesses of just being able to sleep, stay calm, like just got to write it out. I think that's probably, yeah, where I'm at at the moment. That's good. I like that. That's fine. What would you say uh, in terms of, I know Jackson, like you, you recommended books to, to myself. I've recommended books back to you in podcast. If you could pick one, only one piece of content that you would recommend to, to anyone and you know they'd get some value out of it, what would that piece of content be? So this would be to, to both of you. Uh, but, right now. Yeah, right now. Um, one piece of content you come across in your life. It could be a book a podcast, um, anything that you found some value in that you really, you really thought, look, this book shifted my perspective and put me on this or it gave me some tools to, to, to deal with certain things. What would that piece of content be? You could only pick one. Uh, look, I haven't read many books in my time because I've never been much of a reader, but this year I've sort of made it a thing where I wanted to read and I'm now six books down, which is, massive for me considering I never even read one full book in school um, but I read Jocko Willick's Extreme Ownership and it talks about leadership and probably the biggest thing I read that while I was traveling in Canada and I was hooked on it and the biggest thing I took from that which I still think about nearly every day is to take extreme ownership of anything that happens so say if something if someone else you think has stuffed up just literally brushing it off as your own problem. It's not their problem. Or if someone's getting under your skin, just be like, well, hang on. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm the one who needs to go out of my way to fix these things. Like, don't try and palm things off to anyone. Just try and take extreme ownership. Like, even especially with, you know, things going on at the moment. Like, all right, well, you know, can't go to work. There's no point sitting here whinging and carrying on and moaning. Just take ownership, do what you can, and just keep moving forward. 
Yeah, exactly. That whole that whole victim mentality is never ever useful. Yeah. Like the world yeah. doesn't if you're the victim or not, you know. That's for sure. What about you, Paul? Um, I think right now, uh, uh, I, I think I've got a, a, a very uh, empathetic perspective on things because people's people's mental health is extremely volatile. Um, so, whatever it's going to take for people to get by uh, and just get through a single day is a positive for them because. Yeah, we can all sit down here. Oh, sorry, the dogs are carrying on. We're we're pretty, we're we're pretty strong-willed men, you know. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people aren't the same as us, so it, they might be finding it a lot more challenging than what we might, because we've had a lot of things that have been taken away from us. So as a lot of other people, so I've got a lot of empathy for a lot of people out there who are doing it pretty tough. So. Whatever, whatever that might be to get them through each day, day by day, is a positive. So, you know, like we're to, sometimes you don't really have to reach for the stars all the time. You just have to get through each day. And um, that's, I think, the, the, the current landscape right now, as, as horrible as it sounds. Um, that's, that's the reality. Like, I don't know what the, the statistics are on uh, suicides and, and whatnot, but I'm pretty sure they've, they've, they've it's, it's gotten pretty pretty out of uh, control recently. So yeah, you know that's a passion for mine that I've always had is uh, dealing in, in with people's other emotions rather than myself. So for me, I could always I could harp on about like being active every day, uh, maintaining a, a routine. Uh, I'm getting up at 4:30 every morning still, trying to keep that same routine that I was during work um, and that's just helping me get by. So, um, and, and over time on a more broader perspective, um, I, I adapt and develop a lot with people that I have around me that have more experience than what I do in part what you said before, Sam. So taking pieces of people's personalities or experience in a certain trade or industry or, or whatever and uh, adapting that within myself. So um, that's where I get a lot of my development from because we're, we're lucky enough to have some pretty incredible people around us. So yeah, you choose what you want out of them to help evolve yourself. That's awesome. And that's 100% right. This is definitely not an easy time for anyone. And none of us can really put ourselves into um, or, or experience what anyone else is going through except our own experiences. But if I know mm. from having spoken to, to friends and individuals, some people are really, really struggling. And that doesn't just mean financially. Um, think about the, a bunch of people, like that's why I'm constantly trying to reach out and, and ask my mates how they're going and whatnot. Because mm. maybe... It's so important be, right now. Yeah, people yeah, be having all sorts of issues. Um, man, it, it, can be, it can definitely be tough. I've spoken to some people and it really opened my eyes up. And the statistics, I don't have them either, but from what I've seen floating around, it's, it's completely yeah. been blown through the roof. And, and it's not being, it's not, it's not up there on, on it's, it is out on social media, but it's not on the news. The news just flooded right yeah. now with panic and fear and masks mm. and this and that. And it's not, I'm not against anything. I'm just saying that some of the bigger yeah. issues are what people, where people's mental health is at right now. It's not 100%. Yeah, 100%. Well, you only need to like, you only need to 
talk to people that are close to you within your circle and even your extended circle and you can really understand that there's a there's a great amount of struggle uh amongst a lot of people not to put a negative spin on what yeah. this conversation is but that's a that's a reality at the moment you know there's there's nothing normal going on about today it's just about having to adapt and evolve and get through each day and try and be empathetic and sympathetic to people and reach out to people and help you know my poor darling girlfriend like she's had to pick me up from time to time too and and vice versa so that's what it's all about just trying to help each other get through each each day because unfortunately we can't go about doing the things that we so love and enjoy doing each day you know i should be a bloody blue belt by now god I'm just, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> are you still yeah. rolling? Like, were you previously still rolling? Pardon? Were you still rolling, like, consistently? Yeah, yeah, I was loving yeah. it, Josh. I was loving yeah. it. Where are you training at? All's good. At, at Renegade. At oh, Renegade. yeah, 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 yeah. With what's his name, Jimmy or James? Jamie, yeah. Jamie, yeah. Jamie, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's good. That's good. You still would get on yeah. real well. He's not the same. He's just an older, yeah. older version of you. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great guy. He's a good dude. He, good. He's, he's built a great community there too. So, you know, same, same in part. Yeah. Well, so that's, no, that's an interesting that's thing because we're with, with the whole community thing in gyms, that's why we, we touched on it earlier just again. In martial arts gyms, it's much easier to build that community because of what you're engaging in. You know, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's something physical. So I found that having, and Josh as well, we, we trained the same gym. We traveled to train at gyms all over the world as well. But when I came to Empower, I found that same community vibe yeah. in a gym yeah. that's not a martial arts gym. So that's why it was so unique. But that's probably a better mm. way for me to explain it to people. And um, as you, I remember you said, Sam, one day, and it's so true that uh, that sounds out, I guess, within the jiu-jitsu space, is that a lot of stuff um, kind of is signified within life that is on the mat you know, that we, that we know, that we know of. And it's, I've come from a football background. So I've played football since I was five years old and I can remember. And then here I am as a 30, what, 32-year-old male going into my first ever jiu-jitsu class. And I sound like a stereotypical white belt, but it, you know, it, changed, it changed my whole perspective on everything, you know, and it just, it, 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 it took me to another level of, involvement as a human you know like here uh, like I, I hate to hate to reflect back on it but y your ego in football is a very strong thing and and, and that's great that's cool but that, that's something that you just can't have <laughs> going into uh, going into starting jiu-jitsu because it gets taken away from you straight away so here oh. you are you're gonna have to it's it really says a lot about you as a person you go fuck I'm 32, I'm strong, fit, healthy, but I've got this 60 kilo nerd absolutely <laughs> making me look like a schoolboy. That's, what, what, Sam, that's that? what Sam does every time he comes to empower with me. Like Adam Powell, has, there's been fists flown, all friendly fists, but like a random yeah. shadow box. And then someone would, <laughs> yeah. But, and that, that's the thing, though, too, Sam. But you can look at that, and then you can look at somebody who's at the higher, like a 
brown uh, black belt guy and that person's the first person out there helping somebody, you know, because that guy has a, a developed himself from the ground up, you know, you know from inside out. And you said between you and Josh, I still remember that you boys have basically had it out with each other every day, like where you, you leave none of that on the floor and that yeah, stuff. It helps. It's huge. And it's something that can only be described on when you feel it and you, and you do it for yourself. It's very powerful stuff, you know? So um, even talking it, about jujitsu now, I'm like, man, I just want to roll. <laughs> oh, big time. Same. Bloody, I miss it. I miss it. And that, and that, and I don't know, we've touched on it too, Sam. Like I had a, a pretty bad, um, uh, bad time where I had to deal with my own, uh, mental health issues about a year and a half ago so and uh, jiu-jitsu was such a strong part for that for me to help me rebound back and you know build myself back up again so I'm you know forever grateful for for not only discovering that sport but for a lot of people that were involved in it you know um and it's it's a it's a shame that yeah across the board a lot of people that might not be as strong Willed as as I am, um, that have had that taken away from them too, and and are dealing with that uh, the this fertility that we're talking about right now. So you know that's the that's the big picture of it all. That's for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Would you like just on that? Because I know that um, like this is a big topic for a lot of people, you know, and not to harp on, but at the same time, I feel that each four of us deal with these pretty th these things pretty well and we sort of pick ourselves up and keep moving forward but yeah. for a yeah. lot of our listeners that, that are listening in what do you think is a better way of reaching out to someone because i know that people like to put up the are you okay links here's the suicide yeah. let's be honest no one's fucking calling you know yeah so how do you reach out to a mate that usually doesn't really want to talk about this stuff it's hard josh it's a it's a, it's a really really hard one because when we when we when we break it down, like as, as a fabric of like, especially men in particular, the, the perception's always out there to be that you are, you're fine. You could, you know, like there's, and that's a hard thing to break down. I, I don't really feel comfortable uh, breaking it down and talking about it because I'm nowhere near a professional in, in that trade, you know, it, it's a, a really hard one, but um I don't know. I just, I think conversation is something that's so powerful that that's what's been, that's what's helped me a lot. It's like just being genuine and authentic in, in how you feel. I know Jackson and I got, became closer than ever during that time for me because, you know, essentially see me at the, at the lowest point of, of my, of my life mentally. Like I haven't ever been there before. And I've, I've actually never spoken about it openly in a platform like this, but you know, I was, um, I was in a pretty dark place for a little bit, but fortunately I had incredible people around me and I was able to get back up from it and just move forward. But for people that aren't as fortunate and strong willed to deal with that or have people around them, to help them bring them up or maybe turn to things like drugs and alcohol and all that stuff. We all, we know that stuff's not going to help you. Um, it's, it's, it's challenging because it's a, such a sensitive topic, sensitive topic. 
that's why it's a big part of what we've got in power for because we know how positive it is. You know, you can't help but walk into that place and not smile and, and feel great and want to uh, be better for yourself and everyone else around you. So we're very lucky to have that. Some people aren't, right. though. So it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a testing one, that's for sure. I think a, a, a massive part of it is exactly what you're doing right now because, like both of you said, it's, it's easy to, to ask people to reach out, but how many people are going to or even are going to feel yeah. comfortable to reach out? So the two mm. things that I've really seen that help, and I, on, I got this also from hanging out with, with you two as well. I, I thought this was something you both do, is to be open. As, as well yeah. as Josh as well. I'm going to pick that one up. And when, you, when you're open, it'll make others feel more comfortable to be open. Absolutely. And then yeah. above and beyond that is to actually go out and reach out because these people mm. may not be actually reaching out to you. So go out and, and touch base with um, those people in your network and in your community. Even if you feel like you've got a lot on your plate, if, if those things on your plate aren't things with mental health issues and it's just about being busy, well, then definitely make some time to just reach out and, and chat to one or two one or two yeah. weeks, ask how they're going, let them know that, make it comfortable for them, tell them how you're going, how you're feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah, that definitely make it easier. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Sorry to uh, keep putting that spin on things at the minute now. No, nah, uh, this is good. This is a big part of it, I feel. Uh, like I think it's, it's probably the most important thing. Yeah, it's yeah. probably the most important well, thing that needs to be spoken really about like, at the moment. Yeah, and I, I know, like, um, like, all four of us, like aspirations are a very important thing in our lives and progression, like it's huge. Um, but when you look at the stark reality of the situation right now, those things aren't possible. They're really not because you, if you, if you want to be a law abiding citizen, your objective is to stay home and take away all the things that are around you that you're used to. Like, and that's going to have an impact on people. That's going to have a huge impact on people. So it, it, that's, that's the real challenging part of it all. Like we can still, we can do the things that we know that are going to help us. Like we can stay active and yeah. uh, read books and develop still. But on the bigger picture of it all, the big picture with everyone else, it's, that's, that's not achievable for many because they've got a lot more significant challenges that are in front of them, whether it be financially, um, they're stuck in a house with somebody they might not get along with. They're, there's there's so many things. Their outlets have been taken away from them. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. And I just, I, I just, I sincerely hope that uh, we can all get to the other end of this and do the things that we love most uh, again. And that is helping people. So um, the sooner these doors get open for us, as Jackson said before, and in being able to provide our service of what we do to so many people, um, it's, it's going to go a long way in getting that sense of normality back. So, you know, yeah, perfect. I reckon yeah. that's a good, good way to, to finish up. I reckon that's exactly what we need, just to, to band together, get through this, and there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel, and we'll get back to normal as soon as we can. So it was a pleasure having you guys on. Thank, Thank you, you very guys. much, boys. It's hey, always hey, a pleasure. Are you boy, any of you boys playing Call of Duty at the moment? 
Uh, yeah, actually, I am. <laughs> it is yeah. a player one podcast. Because hey, that's I'm, it. Uh, I think I'm number three ranked in Warzone at the moment. So if anyone wants to take me on, come on down. <laughs> what's, what's, what's your tag? <laughs> oh, done. Oh, love that. Oh, I love it. <laughs>